Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Iris. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Iris and Jamie on Girl We Have to Talk podcast, and this is our third time trying to record the first five minutes of this episode. Uh, let's see how long we get this time. Maybe we'll record almost the whole way through, and then it'll stop. I mean, at that point, I'm just going to use what we got. Um, <laughs> I totally. Let's just talk really fast. No, I'm yeah, kidding. exactly. We'll just fast forward it all the way through. Okay, so you were telling me how you were doing. You were doing okay, yeah. but not yeah. great. Um, but fine. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm doing as great as you can. That's good. Yeah, it's hard to know. I, I think I think it's hard to know, honestly. So, no, I think we said I said this on a couple episodes ago that like uh-huh. at the time we were feeling I was like we were still sheltered in place or quarantined or whatever you want to call it, and I was like, well, these could still be considered the good old days. So for all we know, this could be great. We don't know yet. Could be amazing. Could be horrible. That's true. It could only get better. So we just don't know. We're at the in-between stage. So it could go That's either way. True. That's true. The murder hornet is only um, somewhat of a concern. Exactly. Like, well, I mean, also sort of, we a sort of far fetched concern. Yeah. So I mean, we already that. weren't that concerned about aliens. Uh, so it just there is nothing that is overcoming COVID yet. I mean, I think a couple episodes before COVID started, we were talking about we were like talking about Kobe Bryant, and we were saying. Yeah. You know, what else could happen that would make this go out of the news and then COVID uh, happens? So here and we then are. The universe, then the universe was like, oh, you want to see? Exactly. Let me show you. Let's not ask. Let me show you what can happen. <laughs> Let's not ask. I'm good. This is good. This is fine. This can be on. This is, this is, this is what we, I don't want anything else. I'm good. Uh, there's, you know, there's a great, so one of my favorite comedians is Demetri Martin and he has a dr- great joke. Uh, where he says uh, that he he's like staying in a hotel and he asks for a wake up call and he uh, the phone rings in the morning and he gets it he's he's woken up to it and he gets it and he says hello and the person on the other end says what are you doing with your life oh. and he says I'm up <laughs> I love that that's a good one wake up call that's a wake up call yeah so that's how I feel I'm up yes. thanks I'm up. I got thank it you. thank you <laughs> got it thanks um, universe so anything else you were telling me you were you joined book of the month club you're gonna yes. be reading a lot more you really like the woman in the window which we read for book club yes. this month yes. 
So that's really good. I think that yeah. meeting is next weekend, maybe, or the Two weekend weekends. after next. Okay. Two weekends, yeah. May is a long month. So I'm I feel like it's been kind of going by fast, but I agree. Like, we're only halfway I mean, through. No, no. It's I been going it's fast, that fast. really fast. No, no, no. Yeah. It has. But it's, like, fast. Faster than March, which seemed like two years. But in yeah. reality, when I keep thinking about it, I'm like, we're in the middle of the month. But book club is still, like, two month, two weeks away. Like, there's still so much more. So yeah, And also, it's been exactly. really good. So, like, where we are right now and um, – time is like we just found out that like Illinois all of the whole state including the Chicagoland Northeast region which is where we are is now considered to be in the green which means that if things continue to go in the manner that they are we could be released to phase three Um, now is that true according to Lori Lightfoot also because I thought her plans were a little more stringent than Pritzker's they are. I mean, I think that her plans are a little bit more stringent than Pritzker's, um, mm-hmm. but I think so we'll they're along the same lines. Like, I think that, I mean, and, and not to be an asshole, I don't live in Chicago, so I kind of don't really, I'm not concerned. That's very she true. She can do whatever she wants. I'm like, I live in the Northeast region, so I'm going to just do what that is. And you can come visit me here in the land of the free. I, like, don't really, <laughs> like, I'm not that, I don't really do too much in Chicago anyway, other than mm-hmm. work. So I'm not like, and, my and you're not doing phase, that right now. So. Exactly. My yeah. work is phase four anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, oh, they decided I mean, phase four? All daycare is phase four. So like most of oh, our work. Oh, I didn't like, see oh, that. Okay. Yeah. So like school, daycare, the other part of our programming is stuff like film festival, um, Shabbat on the Lake, all that shit ain't happening. So basically. Oh, remember last year you said you were going to bring me to Shabbat on the Lake? Yes. Maybe not. next year. Yes. not. <laughs> Not this year, but maybe next year. Shabbat, Shabbat um, in your home alone. That's... Yeah, exactly. you could Shabbat in your home alone, always. <laughs> um, or you could, I mean, in a couple of weeks, you can Shabbat with masks on with other people. So, That's yeah, awesome. I'm not really sure. And so I don't really know a lot. I, I, I'm not paying attention. I actually don't watch any thing that Lori does because I'm just, that's, I'm, I don't live there. I'm just like, I'm not going to bother myself with that. Um, cause it, it's like additional stress that I don't need. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm like, I'm just going to follow this whole Illinois thing and just get there. So I'm not really sure exactly what the differences are. I do know that she said that she wasn't going to open up the lakefront, um, but that other parks would be open. So I'm not really sure. Like, I mean, I don't think there's too much you can do. What's really anyway interesting in three. is there's a, um, a Cook County park that I drove past yesterday that has like tape over its parking lot and there's so mm-hmm. many people parked on the side of the street and using the park it's really kind of interesting <laughs> I, oh yeah like i, I mean there's I a lot of the tape i was like oh that's that's really that's helpful yeah. that's stopping them yeah i think that there's like a it, it's i know that i in real so i am not a person in michigan who is literally trying to fight people at mcdonald's for waking, making me wear a mask i believe that everyone should be wearing a mask actually i was even talking to mike that I think I have a compromised immune system. So probably even when this is all over and I'm using quotation marks, I would probably still feel comfortable wearing a mask during the flu season. Cause now that I reflect back on it, I'm like, it is disgusting. And I'm very lucky that I didn't get sick even before. Mm-hmm. So I'm did you, guy, did, like, would you, are you a person who gets the flu vaccine or not? I do. Okay. I'm a, I'm well, a, that, I'm a well, that's a big, I mean, that is a big difference, right? To have the vaccine. So that might not be, that might be why you didn't get it without a mask. 
Yes, but I mean, also, like, not to be another Susie, not sunshine, it, the, they've shown that the vaccine for flu, even that is really 30 to 40 percent effective. It's not that effective, but I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying, like, I'm still very lucky because I take immunosuppressants that I haven't gotten sick. Um, I'm going to just still be like, we're all like, anytime you don't get the flu, it, it's still kind of lucky because the vaccine, it, cha- it changes all the time. That's the problem. Um but anyway, I think I'm going to mm-hmm. still wear a mask. That's the long and the short of it. I'm going to still wear a mask because not every day, but during flu season. Because I th- also don't drive. That's another thing. It's like I'm not a driver. So, yeah. Um, gotcha. And I'm on the train. Well, and then and that's gross. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but my yeah. point was about yeah, the whole thing with the, the tape is there's a funny meme that's going around. And I preface this to say that I do believe that we should have been on quarantine. I do believe that people should be washing their hands and wearing masks. But I do think it's funny that there's a bunch. I do find humor in the memes that are going around that are like, it's really interesting how some people like people like it really does feel like people have decided that they're done sheltering in place and it's very apparent when you go outside it's like mm-hmm. it's like one day people were just like well I'm done now and they just it, it's it was like a light switch between there being no one and now you can even see like the amount there's more traffic there's just more people oh yeah I saw I saw a guy like a few days ago with his shirt off running and I was like I, okay and I'm not saying that's, it's not it's not right it's just going it's on not today. right it's just interesting it's an interesting like social thought process to be like how much sheltering in place can people take and it seems like the answer to that was a month and a half um because apparently they have just decided they were done like not trying to judge like i don't know why that guy's with his shirt off without a mask i have no idea i mean i can really only keep track of myself i can't really worry about other people but the other thing of news I think that I shared was that my mom is going to Hawaii and then from yes. there is going around the world. She left yeah. me that in a message yesterday. But I Obviously love that for a her. joke. That was but... really happening. I was going to say, like, I, when you first told yeah. me, I was like, well, she's going to be know. stuck in Hawaii for two weeks because they're making everybody <laughs> quarantine there. For t- so I was like, I mean, as long as she's prepared I know. For that, that's I fine. Know. I mean, look, this right. is how I feel about people. Like, my friend, just she doesn't live here, but she lives in Texas. She lives in Dallas, and her and her mm-hmm. husband just went on a fucking vacation to a resort. And I was just like, okay, cool. How was it? Was it fun? She's going to tell me about it today. I don't know. I'm just. Oh, yeah, that's so, really like, interesting. And then also, I follow, you probably are familiar with this because you were telling me earlier also that you used to live by Kenosha, so you're probably really Wisconsin fluent. I've been wanting to go to Ishnala for a while. There's this, like, beautiful mm. restaurant up in the Dells, um, and it's gorgeous. Okay, so I've wanted I don't to know to- that area. That's, that's yes. pretty much, that's pretty far yes. from Yes, and that's, like, like, my favorite two hours Wisconsin. I like the Dells. Uh-huh. Devil's Lake is near there, and I really, really like Devil's Lake. Oh, so I, I would like that, too. I friend. like anything like that, but... Have you ever been to Branson, Missouri? Because if you like Wisconsin Dells, you would been, probably love about Branson. it, and I probably would love it. Like, I'm all about that kind of bullshit, yeah, yeah. kitschy, really disgusting vacation vibe. I'm, I really like that. Oh, I see. I'm I know, the this total is why we opposite, talked about that it would be hard for us to go on vacation, because you like, let's go to... Yeah, I would go to Branson, though, because Branson is, I've never been there, and it's okay. like a cultural experience. I experiences. Um, so I would do, we, we would probably do different things. Mm-hmm. We'd probably be on our I'm own a bit, which owner. is fine with me. Um, and then we would exactly. meet up for a show and dinner yes. at the end it would of be the fun. day. I'm a yeah, it would be fun. I'm a vacation person for you, because yeah. I'm going to let you do whatever you want. <laughs> 
I'm the same way. I'm the same way. It's like, cool, you're going to do that. I'm going to do this. Bye. See you in three hours or whatever. So maybe we could even find a place that has a spa that we both can enjoy. Like I will get a service a day. I'm a huge spa person. That's the one thing that I hope. No, I love spas too, though. I hope Lori opens up. Yeah. Okay. We're planning our trip for Branson. 2030 Perfect. will go great. when it's no, reopened. I'm sure that place is open. Like, we, uh, we're, Illinois is not now. open, but we're, like, one of five. <laughs> okay, but we have to think about, you know, I think the other thing is, is that I've been talking to people about is, like, just because things are exactly. open doesn't mean we're comfortable. So, obviously, we'll have to talk and see when we feel comfortable. No. Like, I'm not comfortable today, mm. but, like, maybe tomorrow. That, like, I'm going to feel really good about yeah, going places next year. Like, I feel that. I feel like next year I'm going to be really on board with going. I'm going to be like, this sounds like a good idea. Let's go someplace. I don't know that I even want to go anywhere this year. I was mm. talking to Mike, and I was like, maybe we could do an overnight trip into Wisconsin to the Dells. Cause we usually go once a year. I was like, maybe we can do an overnight trip. Oh. It, like our <laughs> dating anniversary is in July, like the end of July. So I was like, maybe we can go, but we'll oh, have to see, okay. right? Like mm-hmm. if things seem like they're fine by the end of July, it's basically almost August. I'm like, maybe, but also who knows? It's, it's, it's May. I don't know how I'm going to feel in like July. That's so far. That's like three years from now. That's two potential phases and two revert, like going back to phase ones away from now. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, um, we could be yeah. in stage yeah, four we'll or see. we could be in stage one. We don't know where we're going to be by July. It's it's anybody's game. Yeah, or we could be in exactly. stage negative three, which yeah. is some that form of the apocalypse. I don't know. Aliens and I don't know what getting stung that. by hornets. Any of that is possible. Not channeling. Wait, I can't hear. You, is it my reception or your reception? I feel like na- like we're having bad reception. Are we? Can it's you like, not hear me? I, your phone kind of went out a oh, little bit, fair. but it could be me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. When I listen back to it, I'll okay. see. Okay. But I, uh, so you were saying somebody was channeling Michael somebody? Michael I was glad that I yeah. sent you that video of Michael J from SNL. Yes, yeah. It was really Yeah. He, I, it just sounded <laughs> so much like you. I was like, oh, I have to show her this. Thank yeah. you. Like he was feeling, I think he feels how like a lot of people. Oh yeah, not just but you. Like, I agree. It's just, I've, I feel like I've heard such similar comments from you specifically, mm-hmm. but I agree. Oh, yeah. I don't think you guys are alone by any means. No, I was talking to my one friend and this will be like our wrap up. Actually, we didn't get to talk anything about pop culture. That's okay. We can hurt. So, but uh, the one thing I was talking to one of my friends, Aaron, actually, you know, yeah. Her, and first of all, she was like, oh, yes. And she's like, I have to go visit Jamie and, and her dog. And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, she, yeah, she was. I was like, sure. And then she was like, but anyway, we were talking about it. And she feels very similar to how I feel. And I feel like it's what's interesting is that, like, she and I are both people who would consider ourselves to be very, like, progressive. Not the most progressive, but definitely in the, the camp of progressive and liberal. And I, she and I have both experienced a lot of, like, pushback and kind of like negative attitudes condescending attitudes when we've expressed any kind of concern about the way things are happening um, and just a lack of clarity about it and it was nice to actually talk to somebody who felt that that was the case too I've talked to you about it you have not been condescending at all but there have been other people I've talked to where I'm just like 
I just because I have a different opinion from you doesn't mean that I'm an idiot or that I don't get yeah, it. Yeah. People can look at the same set of information and have different questions based on their own experiences. Sure. And I have different questions. Mm-hmm. So we both talked about that. And it was actually really, I think I'm in a good place this week oh, because I actually was able to talk to somebody so that I didn't feel like an asshole. Oh, good. And then I had another friend who I used to work with who also said she was like feeling a lot of the same way. So I'm like, it's nice to, because sometimes if you are the only person feeling a way, yes. you're like, yes. maybe I'm just an asshole. Oh yeah. Um, the validation is important. It is. And, and like people, people are always like, you shouldn't need validation. And I mean, obviously like I don't need that much validation. I keep saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause otherwise you're, you're, when you feel like you're isolated on a boat and it makes you feel like maybe you're a bad person for feeling how you mm-hmm. feel. And I think that this has been really like, I am not necessarily always like you in the sense of being like, there's this gray area, like I'm usually pretty black and white. But for this, I do think a lot of people should realize that there's a there's an area between wanting everybody's grandmothers to die and wanting to fight people because they're making you wear a mask at Target. I do think that there is like a middle ground there. And I think I'm there. And it's been really hard to express that to people. So I've been really happy to have the ability to talk to people who feel similarly this week. And it has made me feel less dark than Michael oh, Shea, but hopefully he finds people that, that are on, you know, able to talk to him about it too. Uh, Cause you know, if you're not the person who's like, I'm just so blessed and I'm fucking working out every day. It's like, Oh my God, shut up. I mean, I am now working out every day, but I don't like it. I think it's me by the way that can't, because I was saying something and then something came on the screen. Maybe I need to go to a different area of the apartment in a bit, but um, I was saying that it was so interesting that Colin Jost did not say anything to what he was saying, wasn't it? Yes, but I wonder if that was like part of yes, it. I was, I was kind of wondering too. if it was. Yeah, I, I was wondering was too, it. but it's I like think... it's it. Yeah, because it's such it's such uh, a real situation to have a white guy just ignore the black guy like that. Considering and people need to watch it to know what we're exactly talking about here, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was very And also, I don't necessarily, even for this, just to not even make it, I mean, sometimes it is about race, but I think there's a lot of people where they don't want to talk about it. I think it's a little bit easier to just be like, we're all on the same page. We all think mm-hmm. the same thing. Because when you start noticing that, maybe your friends have just, we talked about this in our last podcast episode about like the the spring break episode where like she and this friend were on totally yeah, different yeah. pages now I think that they were on very different pages yeah but, but I think that like for the most part a lot of us are like kind of on the same page but maybe have a little bit of differences but I think this is such a sensitive top- topic that we're all getting like really no I totally on, like, agree it's like religion or yeah. politics um yeah. and I know we're going to talk more specific because I have more to add but I know we're going to kind of focus on this maybe in another episode so I'll save yeah. those comments for later yeah think about those though think about those comments and we'll talk about it hopefully we'll record it in space three so we'll feel a little bit more like freedom and we can talk a little bit more about that but it'll be like a good conversation to have Um, but today everybody we are going to be talking to Bree and she is awesome and the topic today is not about coronavirus or anything like that we're talking about polyamory so this is going to be I think a really interesting episode Um, I don't have any experience with polyamory like personally I have uh, known a couple of people that I've been friends with who are engaged in these types of relationships. And I've always felt like it was normal. I actually have never, I never questioned it, but I, I think that's one of my, my strong suits is that people's relationship choices. I'm always down with that. I, as long as you're not cheating on that person, I'm like, thumbs up to you. So, but it is going to be really interesting. I think to talk to somebody who's like in that lifestyle, like living it and like what kind of challenges they face and like how it might be different from, 
a traditional relationship. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting too. I don't know much about it myself. I would say that um, I've been very lucky to be raised um, within my parents um, to be pretty open-minded. However, mm-hmm. I was definitely surrounded by a lot of thoughts about polyamory that were like, that's weird, that's not right, it's unnatural, um, more so than I would say other things. I don't, I don't know exactly why that is. I would say there's, there's parts of my extended family um, that are maybe more conservative, um, and I also grew up in a smaller conservative town. Um, so I think that's part of it too. Yeah. Um, and I think that, but it's good that you still have managed to be kind of, Oh yeah. Open. I should like, say I like, I that. generally am pretty open to it, especially as I get older and especially being a therapist and just working with people in mm-hmm. relationships and just realizing, um, that everybody needs something different. Absolutely. Like what some just different things fill yeah. people's love. Different tanks, strokes so, for different Yes, personally, like I'm exhausted from being able to keep track of my friend's emotions and like Mike's emotions, and then I have a dog, oh, so I don't know if I could take Mike has partner. emotions. Well, that's that's very refreshing. So, he has needs, emotions, <laughs> and so I have to like you know be in touch mm-hmm. with that, and then I have friends and I have family. It's a lot. I'm not sure if I could work for me, but I think if you have the love to give, or maybe I'll meet somebody where like they're a giver. I don't know, maybe. but it's going to be interesting to yeah. talk to her. So that is going to be next. Uh, any thoughts though, before we jump over and give Brie no. Okay. okay, great. Well, I okay. will talk to you soon. Well, I'm not hanging up, but we're going to go call Brie. Okay. okay. Bye. 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 Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank free. Hi. Okay, so tell us about yourself and like how have you been? Like what's going on? How are you holding up in COVID land? How's your sheltering in place been? <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm definitely a lot more settled than I was when this all first started. So yeah, I think I'm doing good taking it one day at a time. You know, that's really all we can do. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I am we Jamie and I talk about COVID all the time, even though like we started recording today. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, I'm not going to talk about COVID today. And then we just spent like 15 minutes talking <laughs> about it. Because I was just like, well, actually, I have some thoughts. I have some more thoughts about something that has been going on for the last six episodes. I have more thoughts about it. And I'm going to tell you all of my thoughts. Yeah, it so happens, Brie, you know, even when we don't want to talk about it or think about it, it's like you can't even help yourself, you know. For I sure. Know. Best drinking yeah, game ever is uh, drinking, taking a sip when you say, talk about the coronavirus. Yeah. Best drinking. That, be that, so that is drunk. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. You'll be completely wasted all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so what was I going to ask you? So I know that you just started listening to this podcast because we invited you to be one of our guests. And so one of the things you were like, I really like this podcast, but Yay. also sometimes I agree with you both, or sometimes I disagree with you, Iris, and I agree with Jamie, or sometimes I just don't agree with either one of you. So <laughs> you were going to tell us that you, like, you had like one episode in mind that you were thought that you disagreed with both of us on. And so I told Jamie mm-hmm. and I was like, but I didn't get the details of it. I'm so excited to talk about yeah. it. So tell what you disagreed about okay yeah so you might have to remind me of like the details of this person but we're talking about a question someone that wrote in or a question that you found and it was about a girl two girls or ladies that wanted to move in together and get married even though 
I'm assuming they were like straight and just friends and they wanted to get married for the purpose of like going into business together and just things being easier if you're married. Yes, except for I think one of the women is a lesbian. The other one was not. Oh, um, I don't even think I knew that. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Like, um, I think she had like a really bad. Re- she was bisexual. But she was, oh, like, okay. remember, and, and or maybe she was just a lesbian because she had a lot of difficulty getting acceptance from her parents. Like there was a little bit of talk about that. This oh, was a couple that's episodes right. ago. That's right. But like yeah. she had a really difficult time coming out and she had a really bad relationship. But one of them was queer. I can't remember which one, but one of them was and the other one was not. Yes, I remember that now. And they wanted to go into business together and fast yes. together. And yes. you both kind of thought that this was a great idea. <laughs> Yes, we both thought this was a great idea. Yeah. Actually, like, one of the conversations where I was like, oh, this would be something Jamie and I are totally going to agree about because yeah, I know, like, yeah. what she thinks. And, uh-huh. and I was like, this seems like a perfect plan. Like, who would disagree with this? And then I was like, I won't know anyone who disagrees with this. And I, and here you are. Okay. So, t- so yeah. tell us about what, like, what are your thoughts? This is a judgment-free zone. I'm actually not even going to, like, say anything combative to you because you're a guest. So you can just tell me your opinion. Oh, <laughs> so no, you can just tell I don't me about that, Iris. You didn't agree to that. I want to be combative. I'm just kidding. You be combative. I need to be the nice. I'm going to be the good cop. I'm oh, going to listen to your thoughts and feelings. <laughs> I want to know yours, too. Like, it can be, we can have a productive conversation without being combative, right? Perfect. I love that. Well, let's do that. So I, I don't even know why I so strongly was like, no, no, no. But no, I just was like, I feel like, and maybe it's where I'm at in my life. I'm like, these two ladies can do all of this by them, like, by themselves. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, without getting nice married, you're saying. I'm sorry, what? You're saying without getting married. Yeah. Like, I was like, it's so good to have supportive friends and be really close. Mm-hmm. And that's all great. But I just kind of was, like, thinking of all the things that maybe could go wrong with that plan. I also, like, and maybe someone who feels like marriage should be between like people that are in love like the more traditional sense which mm. is very interesting because I'm very non-traditional but I love that I love yeah. that this is like the one part of your that like your traditional like roots are there you're like this is the one thing that you like traditionally you don't really care who gets married two men two women but you're like you feel like it should be between people who love each other yes. you think it should be a romantic relationship yes I do I just I kind of feel like that's not what marriage is for, although I do understand the construct of marriage and how, unfortunately, like, things are easier as far as, like, business. I think mm-hmm. in that episode, you, Iris, you were talking about you and your husband and how even, like, in your paperwork, I think maybe on your house or something, yeah. that it says you're married, which is, it is interesting that, like, the benefits that come with marriage, and I do get that. That part I think it. it's because of the it's like because of how this country was set up that you get a lot yeah. more I think yeah. you get yeah. a lot more benefits about being married so like I guess that what I would say is like I agree I, it is like in a in a perfect world just like kind of how I feel about COVID too in a perfect world I wish that we could all stay home and wait for this to end and be healthy but I just don't think that our our country was set up for this there's a really good article in the Tribune about that and I feel like that same thing goes to be said about about marriage it's like it should be but then now it is first of all there's lots of people who are our age like we're still in the same collective millennial group even though we have different age groups we're all millennials people our age do not necessarily want to get married in the first place because True. they they see it a lot of it being like a ownership or like it's kind of a pain in the ass so that's always there but 
I think that it is like they set it up to where there's so many advantages to being married. Like Mm -hmm. the tax situation is better. The business situation is better. Even when they were giving us like money for COVID, the money married people got was more than what you would have gotten as being, if you two single people lived together and pulled your money, you would have still gotten more for being married and having kids True. than you would have gotten just for being just married or just being yourself. It, it's not fair. So I do agree with you with that. Like, I, I, I agree that it's like kind of bullshit, but I think with what they were saying, which is like, it will make our lives easier if we were, I still do agree with that. Cause I think they're right. Like, yeah. I think, unfortunately, yeah, right. that's <laughs> true. In that aspect, they are right that there will be benefits. And I do understand that. I think also now that we're thinking about it deep now that I'm like, what is what was my issue with that? Yeah, it's your definition of marriage, I think. Yeah, it, it, I think yeah. that I can be sensitive to the concept of marriage, because there was a period in my life when I was younger, where I thought, because I am queer, that I thought there's a chance that I couldn't marry a person. Yeah. So, and now that that's not a thing anymore and it's great. Also, I think I'm still holding on to maybe those feelings. No, no, that's actually very valid. There's a lot. Yeah. Of that I love like, that insight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's really important yeah. because I yeah. think that's the same thing for like, there's a, like if, if black people, I'm a black person. Whenever I hear about black people who don't vote, I always think about a lot of what you mm-hmm. just said. I'm like, do you realize like how hard, it, especially women, yeah. like, black yeah. women, all women. I'm like, do you think about how hard it was? We had to overcome like two separate things to even be able to vote. You need to go out there and fucking vote for somebody like yeah. take your ass out and go vote. So no, actually I completely get that. Like it is one of those things where it's such a hard fought right for people that it is, it is like people should be able to do this. And so they should do it. And because for you, it was at love everybody can be in love love should be equal you're like yes and that was the platform that we wanted to 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 put across so I could see where maybe I don't want to use the word insulting but like maybe it does feel a little bit like that for people to just so flagrantly be able to do that now yeah um does it make you feel better that there are women though who want to take advantage of the system you know now that we're talking about it 100 percent yes But even in that moment when I was listening, I I remember thinking, I don't agree with what there's, you know, Iris and Jamie are saying, but I couldn't really put my finger on why. Uh And now it's interesting, you know, like I listened to that a few days ago. Now thinking back on it, I'm like, maybe that's the part of the reason. I also, again, like what I said in the beginning, I I just feel like, like, like I plan on fostering children by myself or with someone you know mm-hmm. like I plan on owning property by myself or with someone so I kind of was like just like why do they need to why you know mm-hmm. but also I am such an advocate for like if that is what makes them happy and that's what they want to do and and good for them you know like I I don't think that anyone should stop them from doing it but got it yeah. but yeah. and you're like a really independent spirit so I could see that yes. And here's the other thing, Brie, you actually don't need a reason why. It sounds like your body had a reaction and you didn't, you couldn't make sense of it, like your intuition or instinct or whatever, um, which is like part of what I do in my work with people. Um, And it could, you could, it could take a while to figure out the why, and there may never be a why. It may be just something that you feel. And I think it's great that you just know that. Yep. I just felt it. (laughs) <laughs> and, I and I think you should lean into it. I, I really do think so. Like you should lean into yeah, it. Yeah, sometimes we I let think you like our, like this is our how mind get in the way of our body, which is silly, but we do that. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think that that is like, okay, so one of the little side notes is that, and then we're going to talk a little bit about polyamory and like how you discovered that that was right for you. But I want to bring this yeah. one thing up because we, we all three have been, you're aware, Brie, that we may need to change the title of our podcast. And like one of the top two votes that um, came in words like girlfriend's gratitude and gossip. And then the other one was, but do you love it? And so Jamie, like every time we talk to somebody and we have these conversations, I really think that, but do you love it is actually the perfect name, but I just have to figure out a way to like make that easier because here's the reason exactly what you just said to Brie is, but do you love it? Like if you don't love it, if that doesn't feel right to you, that's okay. Like you don't have to let that feel right. If you are just leaning into your truth and like the fact that you don't fucking ah, like it, you're like, no, I'm well, going to get married. That's maybe, what that's what maybe about. that's it. Uh, Iris girlfriend. As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Leading yeah. into their truth. Ooh, that's a mouthful. I'm going to think about it. I love it. that, though. Leading into I like your that. truth. I love mm-hmm. yeah. something similar. Maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that's really what I like that we talk about the most is that, like, we disagree. Sometimes Brie disagrees with both of us. And we're both <laughs> like, and we're all like, but that's yeah, okay. Like, is. that's fine. Yeah. Like, your, your point is no more valid than anybody else's point. It's just how you feel. Yeah. And, like, you didn't try to push us to think that, like, to believe you. And I'm not going to try to push you to believe me. Like, I think that that's great. I love that. That's really what I want the podcast to be about is just being able to say what your opinion is. And if it happens to, like, you were saying, you were like, well, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I've thought a little bit more. And, like, I feel you still feel the way you feel, but you have a little additional insight. That's really what I hope the podcast is for people is where, like, maybe you feel a certain way but then after listening and like thinking about it yourself you either learn more things about yourself or you're like oh maybe I could see that perspective like it's that's really what I would hope to get out of this podcast so I'm happy that that happened for you yeah and for you too like yes listening to your podcast this week and I listened to a handful of episodes I'm like wow even when they don't necessarily agree even if one of you doesn't completely change your mind you know at the end of the conversation you hear it just like you did now with my whole like opinion on marriage and you were both like oh yeah point I hear it you know like whether you changed your mind or not about the topic it's like everyone is here to kind of speak their mind Mm -hmm. and and be receptive to it whether you agree or not and yes and that's really what I always look for and like that's like the most important thing to me in friendship is that people will you I love it actually if people have differences of opinions like I don't want you to be racist or homophobic or like classist but like if it's okay if you're just like I have a totally different opinion than this and to me I'm like oh okay great like I really value having friendships like that it's a little bit 
more exciting for me to have friends like that because it's boring if you're just like the same thing all the time but it is so also nice to have friends where it's like you guys are on the same page and like it's validating Jamie and I talked a little bit about that too but it's nice to have people who have difference differences of opinion from you but I will say that like one of the things that I've noticed through this is that it has really made me kind of like take note of people that I am friends with and if you have a different opinion from them and like their reaction is like not really coming from a place of trying yeah. to hear you I think that I don't like that <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> right I I'm think like, that's the point is that you're willing to at least just hear someone mm-hmm. you know not that you have to change your mind or anything but it's important to be surrounded with people that are gonna have productive conversation and hear it yeah you know? yes exactly so that is what I hope this podcast does and that's what I want to have in my relationships with all people especially my girlfriends and so I value you coming on here and being a part of that because like that is your perfect fit for this podcast you're great <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, so the reason we wanted to have you on is one, you're amazing. <laughs> Two, I love talking to you on my own time. <laughs> and like you're so fun. Like I'm so happy we connected and that we're friends. I think yeah. this has been like it is a bright spot for me during COVID is that we've been able to connect more. So I'm grateful for that. Aww, and then too. also I just like know your like I know a little bit about your romantic life. And you know, I'm always rooting for you. I'm like a creepy <laughs> tree. I'm like, so how's it going? What's going yeah. on? Like, um, but I really wanted to, I was like, I feel like polyamory is very normal. Like, I don't know why I feel that way. That's going to be something that I need to think about. Like, what? <laughs> it's not really like whenever people tell me, like, I think when you first told me, I remember you told me about it and you kind of like paused. I think you were waiting for me to be like freaked out or something and I was like oh yeah like I know about poly and I think you you seemed a little bit surprised slash relieved that I didn't yeah like that I wasn't like free I, like I don't know why I just feel like this is so normal I'm like oh yes like that seems perfectly fine like logical to me like why not but, but tell us a little bit how you like found out that this is like how you identify and just tell us your story I'm I'm ready to listen okay sure so so the moment that I I usually bring it back to, although in the moment I did not realize what was happening or what I was realizing, but I think it kind of goes back to a moment where I was in high school. I had a long-term boyfriend and a few years into the relationship, he cheated Mm -hmm. on me and it was like a one night, you know, drunk kind of a thing. He cheated, whatever I found out. Everyone around me, like all my girlfriends at the time were like, oh my god you have to break up with him how you know fuck him how dare he blah 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 right like the typical kind of like reaction and I remember feeling like yeah like he lied to me and that was really shitty and I was upset about that but like he doesn't want to be with that girl you know like he doesn't that didn't mean anything so he had sex with her you know and I remember thinking that but not really vocalizing it because I didn't really know I didn't really know about polyamory at the time, you know, um, I didn't know anyone that practiced it. And so I remember like a few years later, once I was out of the relationship and once I was dating again, I remember thinking like, okay, this is probably what, like, this is probably how I want to date moving forward. And that's probably why I felt the way I felt about him cheating, you know, and it was significantly like different than everyone around me, how they felt about it. Mm-hmm. Has yeah. Course, yeah. Right? And I feel so, like, um, who was it? I think it's, um, Esther Perel that talks about like, um, mm-hmm. like Esther the old Perel shame so was leaving. The new shame is staying. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. Like, I feel like back in, like, not even our parents, but, like, probably more so our grandparents, um, depending on the ages. Like, my – well, probably for all of us, probably be grandparents because I'm sure my mom is, like, the young – my mom's 50, so she's, like, a baby child. But, you know, grandparents' age, they were the people who were very much so, like, I'm going to stay and, like, make this work and hush yeah. it up and be quiet. And now it's, like, very much, like – for instance, I t- we talk about this a little bit in the Tristan Thompson thing where I'm like, stop trying to fucking convince me Chloe, <laughs> that he's like a good person. I don't actually fucking care what you do. That's yes. true. I don't fucking care if you get back together with him. That's your thing. Like, just don't slut shame other people for sleeping with him. He's a hoe and let's just let him live his truth. He belongs to the streets and that's yes. okay. Like, yeah. we don't don't try to make it like a cleanup job or whatever I'm cool with you saying don't try to make me think he's a nice person like I don't really believe that and you don't really need to prove it to me like you do whatever you want but I think there is this like shame for her being like how could you keep going back to this guy who's cheating on you and like maybe she has some things internally going on with her oh my gosh from Lamar you think from all the all the judgments listen listen right I'm not her therapist (laughs) I don't know her life what I'm saying is if she has decided that she would like to make this relationship work and it feels healthy to her and her therapist with their personal life. I'm not going to judge her for going back because I do think there is a lot of shame with doing that. Like I think that's the case. Like I don't know them well enough and what's for TV and what's not for TV. Like if it is because Chloe doesn't think she's like special and beautiful, like I feel bad for her because she's amazing. She's my favorite one of all of them. But you know, if she's seriously making a choice where they, maybe they are polyamorous. Can you imagine a celebrity couple coming out right now and being like, we're polyamorous? No one would get that. I would so love it. Yeah. So like maybe they uh, are. Okay. Like, Wait a there is a polyamorous gone. celebrity couple. They were on Tiger King. What's Who is the it? name of the couple? Oh, yes. Yes, they were. <laughs> you know what? Touche, Jamie. Touche. And weird. how many of us thought they were weird? Like, let's be honest. I'm now I'm now totally. I'm thinking about it, and I'm feeling kind of bad because, like, I remember making a lot of jokes about the nanny stuff. But Jamie, although that's I, a little I, bit I, weird, I, because I, honestly, the nanny taking no, care of their children—that is—I'm still going to say that's a little bit weird, and it has nothing to do with Polly. But I thought you were talking about the fact that Joe Exotic had two husbands. Oh. Well, yes, that too. I totally forgot about that, but I was, no, I was actually thinking about um, Jeff, was it? And his wife. Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe. No, okay, listen. Here's the thing. Here's the issue with that. So, so Tiger King and his two husbands were very openly in a polyamorous relationship. Mm -hmm. At no point did I ever say, like, I'm not saying that you said I did. I'm just pointing out. I didn't find their relationship oh, to be weird at all. I thought the fact that they were I children. Was, no, I was talking about you, that were we, I was like, I was yeah. more caught. Oh, oh. Just, no, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, no part of me thought that that was weird. I was like, why are they kids? Why are you giving them meth? Totally. That was my concern. I was Mine like, too. I well, I, well and it's funny that. because I, I don't think I but, thought they were weird, actually, because I didn't even remember them. So I think that I think because yes, maybe it was a more traditional in some ways because they got married and they were yeah they were like a, a loving relationship which, yeah I like, I yeah they were in a thruple okay. which I think is I mean and Brie you can because I I really don't know that much about being Polly but I that seemed different to me than like Jeff and his wife's situation um, where. <laughs> Well, okay, but because Jeff and his wife, like, first of all, I don't remember them ever saying that they They definitely did. They definitely talked about having, uh, like, inviting lots of different women into their bed. 
Oh yeah. I didn't know that part. Like, and I didn't know I that the remember. nanny. Well, I, guess I didn't I, know the nanny was going to be. Oh, yeah, he definitely implied that. Hiring... Like, how hot she was. And... Okay, I just thought he was hiring, like, yeah, but that's the part that I think that I was judging, is that yes, he was saying, I agree. Like, I didn't realize that he was, that he was Polly and that his wife was okay with it. I thought he was being super disgusting and disrespectful because he told his wife, like, oh, good, now that you popped the baby out, we can get you into the gym. That is the right. part of it that I don't like. Like, I don't yeah. care if you, like, if the wife is cool with you fucking the nanny and you guys are all fucking together... I'm not at all a I think person who has ever weird about dipped it. my toe yeah. into the woman pool, but I can agree that I think what's feel weird about it to me is, like, she didn't necessarily seem okay with it. Like, he would talk about the stuff, and exactly. she would kind of have, so maybe right. that's what it is. Maybe I didn't think that polyamory was weird. Yeah, but... like, it was the disrespect yeah. to yeah. his wife, yeah. who is a hot, like, she is a hottie. She is he a hottie is herself. Hot. That nanny is hot. He is not. And I'm like, you need to respect the fact that these are two smoke shows. These girls, those women are beautiful. Like, she's so cute. And, like, to be like, you just popped a kid out. You need to get back to the gym. She was hot even while she was having the baby weight. She's cute. Yes. And you're I, disgusting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think that's what I noticed, too. Yes. And I was definitely at home loving that America was so into this show. And there was a sorrowful wedding. I was at home loving it. <laughs> loving it (laughs) and like I was not like in no part of me at all even this is how much I feel like I must be secretly polyamorous no part of me thought anything about their wedding I was like oh that's nice yeah I (laughs) I do feel like how nice for them that's beautiful yeah that was the most normal that was the beginning of it so I was like oh this is actually turning out to be nice and then it took a dark turn after that but that was like the good part of the documentary for me for me too um, I also wanted to say, going back to celebrities, that like if a celebrity came out as Polly, does, do either of you know the comedian D. Ray Davis? No. Oh. Am I going to love it? Aw. Okay, so he's not, I guess he's not super like popular. Um, I've always liked him, and I found out recently because I started following him on Instagram that oh. he has girlfriends, and they've been together for a long time. Yeah. See, I love that. Yes, I wish that, like, he needs to gain a little more popularity so that he can be out more, Uh you know, like, so. Well, and I feel like there might be a lot of Hollywood couples that are polyamorous and they're just not saying it. And I'm like, just say it. Because, like, what's happening right now is that everyone's like, they cheated on him. Like, maybe they did. I feel like like maybe something came out about Jada and Will Smith, but maybe that was a rumor. No, no, no. She yeah, talks about this on the Red Table Talk. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. she's pretty open about okay. it, that they invite so people in. And people have... Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I that's the thing is, I don't feel like she's ever used the word, and maybe this is something that needs to happen. I don't think she's ever said she was polyamorous. I think that they've said they've invited people in, and I do think, like, even for me, Bree, so you can tell us about this, too, because I think people who are listening might have questions. Mm-hmm. I never know the difference between somebody who I, I have, I may be incorrectly thinking that a swinger is different from a polyamorous couple. Right. And so I think that what I've always thought about Jada and Will is that they're swingers and that they like uh, do couple switching and they invite people in and they have occasional threesomes. But I didn't think that they were polyamorous and maybe they are, but I just don't know it. Cause for me, I always thought polyamory is exactly like the tiger King. I thought that you'd have like, actual relationships with these people but I don't know I could yes. be wrong tell us Brie what's up no so no I think you're right I also do have to say that 
I am not super like in the polyamorous community. Mm. I'm not even really like, I kind of feel like I'm in like, I live in a very straight world, even though I live in Lakeview in Chicago and Boys Town runs right through it. You know, like, like I, I don't hang out with many people that are poly. I, I don't even always use the label. I mean, well, I, I think that poly is so like, I think that that's like now. I think being gay is always hard. Being queer is always hard. But I think that that's, like, more, like, we get, people get that. Like, they maybe don't agree yeah. with it, but you know it. Like, you you know it. You know what that means. Most people know what that means. I think polyamory is just still very, like, it's new. It's, well, like, whoa. Like, it's not new. I mean, it's been happening. But I think people are just, like, it's it's hard to find. Right. In, the in labels fact, are new. I think yeah. that the language is new, you know, newer. Um. But so from what I've learned just from watching like documentaries and whatever um, is yes, that I think the difference is that polyamory is when you have like more intimate relationships rather than just like inviting people into the bedroom. I would call that an open relationship. Right. It's like identifying as polyamory. Oh, interesting. And See, but that's just what I think. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. So having like an open relationship versus being right. polyamorous where those things can be different. That's really interesting. I am going to literally look that up because I think that that could be, I think that's where people are confused. I think that they don't necessarily know, like if you are in an open relationship versus you being polyamorous. Cause I'm guessing if I was in an open relationship, that would mean like I could go out and like sleep with somebody or like, but I probably wouldn't have a boyfriend is what I'm assuming. Right. But if I was polyamorous, I could have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and like my my partner would be okay with like, they would be like, we're in this relationship. So this is okay. Right. And whether or not that my partner, my primary partner had a relationship with my boyfriend or girlfriend, I feel like that's separate, but like it is possible for all three of us to be together too right right okay yeah that's how I think of it you know um like I think that so so after that first relationship I had with the boyfriend and he cheated and I kind of was realizing as you know that started in high school and it went a little bit into college and I just remember thinking when this doesn't work out I'm definitely gonna (laughs) and I also remember thinking like I also am not about monogamy it was really hard for me and clearly it was hard for him too I think it's hard for a lot of people whether they want to yeah, admit it or not true. um so then I right so then I was single again I dated for a little while and I feel like I even date in a very open polyamorous kind of way where I like to date and be honest with the people that I'm seeing and and I think people struggle with that it's very it's normal to like go on a few dates and want to make it official or want to talk about committing or, or even if you have something else on the side, you don't really want to mention it, you know, and I was just very transparent when I was dating. And then I met my ex-girlfriend and I think I would say we started out right away with the conversation of like, I'm not sure I believe in monogamy, even though I've only had a monogamous relationship and she read the same thing. So I was like, okay, so we kind of agreed from the beginning that we would just keep it very transparent and which turned into, you know, after six months of that, it was like, okay, we're definitely girlfriends, but you don't need to stop seeing so-and-so, you know, like, um, so we kind of became primary partners. And I think at that time it was an open relationship. And then sometime later, she met someone that she really, really liked and was seeing really regularly. And that's when we started the conversation. And it was a long distance relationship at first. Um, 
so that also I think plays into it a little bit. And so that's when she started the conversation of would you like I had met the girl before, but she was like, would you really, you know, would you want to like try to date her? Like, do you want to have a third partner? So that's when the when we did commit to that. And then us three were together for a little over a year. And that's when I kind of realized that polyamory was a thing that I am totally into. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's kind of the journey it took. And then she just kind of didn't stick around for longer than a year. It just really wasn't like the best fit come to find out. And me and my ex continued to be together and continued to date other people. We always talked about meeting another person partner that would stick with us in like a poly kind of situation and we just never met the right person um but that was something that we definitely planned on so so I would say I'm polyamorous <laughs> um I also like now that I'm single and I think about the future I of course like you think about meeting one per you know you kind of meet one person at a time but I certainly hope that I have multiple partners in the future so I think that also makes me polyamorous um yeah I love that. Thank you for taking us through your history. Like, you're amazing. Thank <laughs> Did you it help? Yes. yes. Thank you so really much. Helped. I mean, I, uh, you know, one thing I'm thinking is yeah. like, gosh, it's hard to find a fit with one person. Is it even harder than to find a fit with three people? Definitely. I would say 100% okay. yes. But I would also say that oh, it's yeah. really possible. And- uh-huh. Yeah, which it probably makes it even better. I always think, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing that it's hard to find the right fit because when you find it, it's even more meaningful, right? Right. And it's kind of similar, um, like, if you just think about having, mm-hmm. like, a really, really good friend. And then if you meet a third friend yeah, that, like, yeah. gels really well with you guys and messes really well, it's like, oh, my God, even better now, right? Yes. So. I love having a throuple of friends. I really do. No, seriously. And honestly, okay, I'm not, I can't relate because it's not romantic. But I will say, like, I've had a really good group of actual, like, girlfriends before where we were all friends. And I haven't had that since, like, in a really, like, a while. Like, now I have, like, separate friends. And, like, we kind of all know and talk to each other. But we're not all, like, a collective throuple or (laughs) throuple or whatever of friends. Right. And it is so nice to have that, though, where you're all, like, that sex in the city, it's so cliche, but that like really good girlfriend group, it's so hard to find that. So I can only imagine if you bring in sex, that's like (laughs) probably even more difficult to find. Yes. Yes. Sex and attraction. (laughs) And like a relationship with two people is emotional Mm -hmm. and you have to have communications and all that. Adding a third person with more emotions and, and all different opinions. And I mean, yeah, it definitely can get, difficult I would say communication is key I agree Um, well I those are all of my questions everybody who is listening to this please remember to um, like our podcast subscribe to our podcast and also leave comments but if you have questions for Brie send us a message on our Instagram we get DMs there and I would love to like take any questions that people (laughs) randomly send me and I will get them to Brie and then maybe she'll tell us answers or maybe she'll come back on another episode And, like, answer some more questions for us because I think that would be so fun. Yes, me too. I would love that. Okay. So, Brie, before we let you go, we're going to, like, drag you into our usual thing, which is asking questions. Um, So, we have a question. I sent it to you in advance, but I'm going to read it here. And then you can give us your feedback. And we'll see if we (laughs) disagree with you. Just kidding. Yes. I'm curious to know. I'm curious to know what you guys think about this. 
Um, okay, so throw away account just in case. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years and recently opened up our relationship. Neither of us had anything serious enough to be considered full poly until the last few months when I began seeing, let's call him Nate. Nate is amazing and open-minded, but has always been monogamous. My boyfriend is completely okay with my developing relationship with Nate. And for the most part, Nate is doing well with accepting my boyfriend. Nate asked me to be his girlfriend a few weeks ago. So now for the first time in my life, I have two boyfriends. However, Nate is struggling with the amount of time he gets to spend with me and is hinting that he wants to be my primary partner one day. He also still has lingering problems with the idea of me seeing other men. I'm madly in love with Nate at this point, and I don't want to lose him simply because he is not used to poly life. I'm curious to know if anyone has ever successfully been poly with a monogamous partner, or has anyone been in a situation similar to this? I'm curious to know how someone else would handle a monogamous secondary partner. Would you attempt to slowly convert them into a full poly lifestyle? I'm stuck on this. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Bree. Do I chime in first? (laughs) That's how this goes. Okay. I feel like I struggle with a few things with this. I think short answer, I don't think converting, air quotes, converting anyone to anything ever really works out. Um, I think of like going into any relationship. I hear this all the time from different girls when they're like, this is the only thing wrong, but like, yeah. you can fix that. I'm going to work on that, right? He's going to change that. Like, that never really, I would say 99% of the time doesn't go over well, right? Um, so that's just kind of what jumped out at me is like, I, I don't know that Nate yeah. wants this. Right. Nate really likes you. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he wants this. And, and that yeah, it sounds like he's compromising. Yeah. It makes me think um, of the, yeah. the, the, um, the quote from, yeah. I think it's my Angelou that's, I don't know if this is the exact quote, but, um, basically, yeah, yeah when, when someone shows, shows you who they are, are believe them. Yeah. And so at the beginning yes. of this, he was like, I'm monogamous. And so I think to really believe that and the same for her, like I'm Polly, believe me. So I think they both didn't really believe each right. other. And now they're yeah. in this situation, which yeah. I, by the way, I've done so many yes, times yeah. <laughs> and I think we all have, it's a human thing to do, <laughs> right? Now they're in yes. But can I say that I kind of think it's a little bit more like I'm going to be the woman here, like put on my like feminism, feminist cap. I feel like he thought that because she was polyamorous, that really she just wasn't oh, satisfied with her current boyfriend. And I think he really felt, and I feel like he felt like he could get her like, to just fully come over mm. to him. Like there's a lot of language mm-hmm. in there that makes me feel like that. Mm-hmm. And I, so I kind of feel like he was like, oh, okay, yeah, this will be really fun. And then eventually like, she's probably really not that into this guy. Like, like, yeah, I think he really like, thought that wanting another, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she needs to dump him I, because like, that's bullshit. Could... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not saying he did it in a malicious that is kind way. That's how I feel. Yeah. 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 But, but I felt like, like he thinks he can change her. Yeah change him and that just with any situation that really just doesn't work out exactly but I think the difference is here to be on her side I feel like she was fully upfront about who she is and he said okay I'm cool with this and she never said she was cool with being she she never said she was cool with being monogamous she was like this is who I am and he said okay cool I can do this and now he's kind of going back on it because right. I'm sure at some point everyone's monogamous because it's not like a default yeah. to be polyamorous. You learn about it. So there's a lot of people who, d- who aren't aware of it. Like Brie, right. for instance, like you step in, you're like, oh, this actually does work for me. 
But right. I think that like either A, it just doesn't work for him and he should be honest about it. Or B, I think he was like, oh, I can, I think that she'll choose me, which is the language that I hear. And I think yeah, that's well, kind of bullshit. I don't think she lied. I feel like she was like, this is who, like, this is what's going on. Do you want to do here's this? Here's another point, like, yes. though, is that maybe right. Nate did think he was okay with it. And now he realizes he's not. And, and that happens, right? And so I think. I think it's just for her instead of saying, well, we, I just need to convert you or him doing the, him doing the same is them both saying like, look, this is where I stand. Are you willing to work with me or not? It doesn't need, it shouldn't come from the other person, what that other person is going to do. Right. Like they need to come up with their own mind about what they feel comfortable with. When he says, yeah, right, right. And when he says stuff like, oh, I want to be your primary partner, I feel like she needs to say, you know, that's not going to happen. I think she probably yeah, should yeah, be a little yeah. bit more clear and with I, him. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. No, no, go and ahead. Two things come to mind. Sorry, go ahead. So part of this is reminding me of, like, the situation that I think a lot of us hear is, like, the girlfriend and the boyfriend and the boyfriend mm-hmm. wants a threesome. Right. And the girl, some girls are like, no way, not happening. Some girls are like, maybe for him, I'll try it. I don't know. Like, I could see, you know, and then they try it and it's a disaster, <laughs> you know, that happens. And, and it kind of seems like that's what's happening here is like, okay, maybe I'll try it. And now it's happening and I don't really like it. Right. You know, um, which like we all learn through experience. Mm-hmm. I guess you don't really know until you try, but it kind of does seem a little forced and like, it's just not going to work. Also, another thing that comes to mind is like, there are, I think that there are people that are in polyamorous relationships that are monogamous people. Like they, so there are three people in their relationship, mm-hmm. but they don't go outside of that. Right. They're committed to the three, you know, the two people that they're in a relationship with. I think that maybe Nate is that kind of a person. And maybe she still wants to be open, even with her primary partner or partner. Mm-hmm. That and that's kind of how, what happened with my relationship when I had both girlfriends. My primary girlfriend, we were both happy when we had a third girlfriend, but we still would step out sometimes and go be with other people together or separate. Mm-hmm. And the girlfriend did not like that. That didn't work for her. Nope, it did not work for her. She she kind of was already pushing herself to have two partners, and it worked, and she liked it, and she did not want us to go out. And so for us, that's kind of where it got rocky, and that's kind of when it stopped working, is because she was more monogamous than we are. Maybe it's a spectrum, I don't know. You know? Oh, yeah. I definitely so, think there is definitely a spectrum with that. Yeah, because like, that sounds about, similar to what's who... happening yeah, like, I think there's people who are in the open relationship. I think they probably consider themselves to be monogamous because primarily they are. Um, yeah, they, so true. I think that's really interesting, too, that there could be, like, these different levels of even within polyamory mm-hmm. or monogamy. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Great. So it sounds like everyone's on a little bit of a different page. Yeah. And I think it's hard if you are, if you start on different pages, it's hard to get yeah. the same one. Yeah. So do we? But so do we think that? Not so impossible. Her but. question was, should she try no. to convert him? I think we're all saying no. <laughs> yep. And we're. No, saying, I mean, like, if he maybe her and said, right convert me, Nate. then yes. But otherwise, no. <laughs> Easily his choice. Right. Right. I think this is a common theme we have, Iris. Is we yep. have these questions around people trying to compromise parts of themselves for another person. 
I just find that that mm-hmm. doesn't typically work long-term. We end up having resentment. You know, there's certain yeah, things exactly. we should compromise when we're compromising part of ourselves. That's like a boundary cross. I agree. Yes. I agree. Wow. We all agree. Well, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. It was so good talking to both of you. We've been talking forever, (laughs) so I don't want to make people listen to this forever. However, I'm open to having a part two of this conversation. I hope we do. Or Brie, you can talk about something else. It'll be amazing. Um, But anyway, okay, guys. Well, this was really fun. This was Girl You Have Talk Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. (laughs) You too, Brie. Um, Okay. Bye. At you in a couple of weeks. Okay. Bye. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.